the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at JenniferJackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. And it's a real privilege and honor to have a special guest today. Her name is Destiny Allen. And I just want to tell you a little bit about her. She works at uh, the Franklin County Sheriff's Office in the Corrections Department. She's a social services supervisor, and she acquires programs for the incarcerated population just to help them, to turn their lives around. She bridges gaps, and she offers support that maybe they previously haven't had. So, Destiny Allen, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm great. And, you know, it's really amazing what you have done and what you are doing. And we want to get into all of that and talk about this because, you know, I I think this is near and dear to many people's hearts. Mm -hmm. And so we want to talk about that. But before we do, well, let's back up and talk about you and your life because God was building a story Mm -hmm. in you long before you started serving him in this way. And we want to hear about it. How did you come to know the Lord? So I came to know the Lord from birth. I come from a very religious family. So I was um, born and raised in AME churches, so Uh African Methodist Episcopalian. Um, My grandmother owned a church, and then all of her children are either evangelists or preachers. Well, wow. (laughs) Yes. So I've always walked with him. Oh, is that not something? And I bet she prayed and prayed and prayed for all of you. Mm Mm-hmm. That is is the norm. Is she in heaven or here on earth? She is now in heaven. Oh, wow. Well, I love a good grandma. Mm -hmm. There is nothing like a grandma in those prayers. And she passed it on to you. I Mm -hmm. love that. Yeah. So what was life like growing up just knowing the Lord? Um, That's like a dream for people. It is a dream. It is very, it has its ups and it has its downs. Um, ups is I am always a walking member of the community. I shine light wherever I go or try to, um, the pitfalls I would say is that I could not do anything bad because (laughs) they would let everybody know. And I would have to go to church and repent on that. Um, but for the most part is being able to be, um, a servant and always helping those who need it. So I've been kind of ordained since birth to do that. And it's continuing as I'm an adult. You know, I think about Samuel. He grew up in the house of the Lord yes. and Hannah dedicated to him. You know mm-hmm. what? He was like three years old. Yes. She, you know, she weaned him and sent him to Eli's to grow up in the house of the Lord. And, you know, that is biblical, isn't it? You know, yes. you, G- Jesus, Mother Mary, from the time he was born, was uh, in the house of the Lord and dedicated at seven days old in the temple. Yes. And, you know, I think it's just inspiring to me, you know, for all the parents, all the grandparents out there to see that, yes, we can raise our kids in the house of the Lord mm-hmm. and it can stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yes. So what you said, there were some downs. You didn't get to do anything bad. <laughs> no, I could not do anything bad. And then um, they'd find out. Oh, they would find out and they would, the whole church would know. So I couldn't <laughs> do anything of the sorts. And then, um, and then always sometimes trying to reach those who may not be believers and having to kind of go against that. So trying to have somebody understand, like, you know, your life has a purpose. And when you find out what that is and you walk in it, it becomes easier. When you fight against it, 
Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to have to have some lessons that are going to constantly either be learned or you're going to be repeating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was one of probably the downfalls that I'm even still dealing with now with my incarcerated um, population, with having them walk in their purpose and understanding, even though this is something that's happening to you right now, it's just a bump in your journey. Mm-hmm. So when you grow up knowing the Lord, do you feel like there was a, ever a time in your life where you surrendered more to the Lord, or, or you, you said, okay, God, I've known you, and I know you're real, and I know you're faithful, mm-hmm. but I feel like I have areas I've held back. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say once my grandmother passed, and that was probably my biggest test because I rebelled for a minute because I was so angry um, because they took my my comfort left, and I had to really learn that you don't have ownership of people that you just get to experience them. Mm. So I was very grateful for that. But I had to, when I tell you, I had to really put faith in behind um, losing her. Um, just because I ended up moving, relocating, I kind of jumped on some fears and kind of let some go. I, I cut a lot of people off uh, just so that I could just become more one with him and understand what my purpose was. Um, and to kind of live a little bit more on faith because I always kind of, I'm a person that plans from A to Z and then double Z. So to kind of just let it go and be what it was, that was, that was when I kind of started stepping more into faith for myself. Well, I kind of see you as fearless thinking that you, Ooh, you're working like with <laughs> incarcerated people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what fears did you have and how did the Lord help you overcome some of those? Ooh. Uh, being a female in a male dominated field is very scary, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, learning some of the things that they were allegedly charged with can be a little eye-opening, and I have to learn how to leave destiny at the door, and when I walk in there, I'm Miss D, and Miss D doesn't take things personal, but when destiny goes back to her car, she leaves it there. So I have to have a big separation of myself and kind of almost like an alter ego. That's amazing. So when you're at work, you have to really be in work mode and put mm-hmm. on the, would you say, Miss D hat? Miss D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so walk us through. What is Miss D like? <laughs> Miss D is firm and fair. So I will listen. I will console. I will give advice. I will, I've been told I'm a mother figure at times. Then I'm a grandma figure. Uh, I've been told I'm a sister. So it just depends. I'm, I give everybody a listening ear. Um just because I realize a lot of people do not have that. So a lot of our incarcerated population does not get the the time to sit there and just ha- have conversation. And that is such a big thing in our field where it, it needs to be had. We're social creatures. So when you take that away from someone, behaviors begin to get worse or they begin. So I sit down. I'll take my time. I'll sit down and listen to your story, listen to where you came from. I'll offer some of my or self-disclose some of my information if I feel comfortable and then kind of leave it there. And usually that night is a good night for our deputies. Mm. Well, to listen is to love. Mm-hmm. And so you're showing them love. But you said you also had to be fair. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to show them tough love. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can believe it or not, I call a lot of them my foster children even though some of them are older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have a lot of guys who, um, how do I want to put it? They like to manipulate. It can be manipulating at times. Uh, But as long as I come in and they know my rules, this is what I'm going to tolerate. This is what I'm not going to tolerate. And when I don't bend on that, it's respected more Mm -hmm. versus me being just overly friendly, overly loving, um, because then the boundaries can start to get challenged. 
Do you think that some of them, once they see those boundaries and they feel the listening and the love, that they begin to turn their life around? Does it actually work? I would say I have seen it happen 50% of the time. We have some that they will move more into that direction. And then we have others that we call it faking the funk. (laughs) So I have a lady talking to me. I haven't talked to a lady in a long time. I'm going to say everything that she wants to hear and then go right back to how it was as soon as you leave from here. Um, But I have seen more guys where they'll say, you know, thank you so much for impacting my life. I'm going to take this. And the guys that we have had that have been released have actually started to do better when they go home. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing so I'm seeing some of what my work is actually giving some good results. Do you feel like you have a level of discernment that God's taught you in all this? How do you see those 50 percent that are making progress and mm-hmm. say, hey, that's a good egg and I'm going to invest more? Ooh, I <laughs> by the grace of God, I was given the gift of discernment. So and with uh, my clinical background, I kind of listen. And I don't forget a lot. I'll I'll think about the smallest of things and remember that you said it to me. Um, But when I get to see people doing the actions, not just always talking and they're actually showing me the work. They're showing me that their kids are now reading and reaching back out to them. Um, They're actually going ahead and taking the initiative to do things that that are out of their norm or their fears. And they're saying, okay, I I may not have done good, but look, I tried. For me, that's a win. Getting Mm -hmm. somebody that has always been mad to just smile for a day, that's a win for me. Oh, I love it. The little wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, little win. little things are, are, are you, my wins. Are you allowed to celebrate those with them? Yes. Oh, that's good. What yes. would that look like in, in a jail? Oh, in a jail. So right now with social services, um, we have a new uh, therapeutic community that we are building. So this is the first in the country. So right now we do celebrations for the month. So if it's birthday month, we do breakfasts. Uh, we'll bring in cakes. Um, we'll do movie nights. We do family fun nights. Uh, we do arts and pro- um, arts and crafts. We also do improv night that I'm um, ahead of, and that is the acronym of Incarcerated Men Purposely Relating Over Visualizations. So that is a new um, it's a new tool we're using to see if we can help them get out of their head. Wow. Well, Destiny Allen, you are a gift. You are a gift to these Thank people and, and a gift to the Lord that you would continue serving him in this way. And, it, and it's hope-filled. Yes. It's hope-filled to know that there is hope even in jail, and it's because of people like you. Well. We're almost out of time, but I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. And I want to, we want to talk a little bit more. I want you mm-hmm. to come back on another show and we're going to talk more about all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson and you've been listening to Simply for Women. That was Destiny Allen. What a gift she is to so many people. You know, God wants all of us to serve him, doesn't he? And I don't know where you're at or where God has placed you, but to offer hope, to offer that light and that encouragement. And so we're going to have her again. We're going to unpack a few more things to Together. And in the meantime, I hope you'll go to JenniferJackson.com. When you go to JenniferJackson.com, you can find a recipe. You can find uh, devotionals there. There are some free downloads, Showers of Power. And for a gift of any amount, we'll send you a bundle. There's so many bundles there. And that's just to say thanks for listening. I even have olive wood ornaments from Jerusalem. I know you want one of those. And we've been praying for Israel and there are prayers for their uh, Israel on there as well. So send me an email at jenniferjackson.com. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your story. I want us to keep growing in the Lord. That's so important, isn't it? So that we can let his light shine through us. Well, I'm Jennifer, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. Simply for Women.
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.